Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa dematis Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of The Connection. It's great to be here. My name is Ann Baldwin. I'm the president of Baldwin Media Marketing in New Britain. New Britain. And <laughs> this is Lisa dematis Lapore, CEO and president of The Connection. It's, uh, it's just, it's great, isn't it, Lisa, that, you know, we have the opportunity to have this program to talk about, you know, so many different aspects of life, Definitely. right? Whether it's mental health, um, whether it's incarceration, you know, so many great things that the connection does and so much information that we can share with our listeners that really is helpful. Definitely. And so we know our word is getting out there because I've bumped into people, right, who know all about you and the show and our show and, you know, you're such a role model for so many people out there and with your recovery and just who you are. So I'm really happy to be sitting across from you this morning. Oh, you're, you're so looking st- as lovely as ever. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, it's the weekend, so it's a little different today, but everything is good. And, you know, one of the favorite um, things that I love to do on the show, and I think you do too, is to hear from real people. To hear the real stories Definitely. of people in recovery, and we have that today. Yes, we do. Um, I'm excited. We have, we have someone who's a real connection success story. Yes, he is. Yes, and his name is Blaine McKay. And Blaine, first of all, thank you um, for putting your voice on, on recovery. It's very much appreciated. You're very much welcome. And um, I appreciate the opportunity to be able to say something that possibly, possibly help somebody out. So, so let's start you know, like we do in the program, you know, Blaine, why don't you start with a little bit of background? Tell our listeners where you were at. What happened? Well, um, I was in a bad place. Um, you know, I was doing my thing in the street, uh, ripping and running. Um, got caught up in what I was doing and wound up getting arrested and got handed a 10-year sentence. Uh, you know, basically selling, selling, selling drugs. Um, as a result of that, uh, I went away, uh, lost contact with my children, um, you know, uh, also, uh, there was another uh, daughter of mine that was born while incarcerated, and I didn't have a chance to, you know, to, to, to know her until I got home, and, you know, th- things are just, just all mixed up. And um, When you say ripping and running, um, can you define that? I'm, I don't, I think I know what it is, but let's just clarify. What's ripping and running mean? Well, r- ripping and running, you know, just, just, just trying to make money the best way I know how as far as be, uh, being on the street peddling. Um, I'm dealing with all types of stuff and, and, and trying to keep my insanity, try to stay safe, you know, uh, and, and at the same time try to have some type of normalcy, at, you know, which is insanity. It just, it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Eventually everything's just catch up with you, and, and, and they did. Things eventually caught up to me, and I wound up getting arrested. So what was, what was it like for you to, to be, in, um, be in prison for 10 years? 10 years? I, didn't, I missed that oh. part. Uh, yeah, that got handed a 10-year sentence, and I wound up staying incarcerated for, like, almost seven. 
I've been home now almost three years, a little more than three years, and I'm about to finish up the whole 10-year sentence. Um, I'm about maybe another 60 days left of parole, I'll be done with the 10-year sentence. But uh, that whole time, just uh, you got to make up your mind which way you want to go. Um, and, and this is why I said to myself, either I'm going to be a bum, I'm going to get out and be a professional drug dealer, I'm going to change my life and do something positive, take care of myself and my, my kids. And I chose to take care of myself and my babies. With the help of God, I knew I knew God had to stay in the mix because uh, He had His hand on me, and I'm blessed. I know I am. You know, uh, even to have this type of opportunity here is it, just a blessing. Wow. So, Blaine, were you using as well when you were out on yeah. the streets? What were you doing? What was your habit? Uh, my my habit was was alcohol was my most most my biggest habit. alcohol and marijuana. Uh, you know. I, yeah, I, I, I've dealt with, with cocaine. You know, that's like almost like a peer pressure type of thing. You know, be hanging around certain people, they're doing it, you want to do it, like, you know. But uh, it was a little too expensive for me, even though that's why I was peddling. Um, but my thing was alcohol. Mine too. My thing my thing was alcohol. Jack Daniels and, and Miller High Life. Oh, man, that was my drink of choice too. A shot of Jack, a shot of Jack and, a, and a Miller. That was it. And a Miller. Really? That's funny. Great minds think alike. Um, yeah, great alcoholic <laughs> minds think alike, right? Exactly. <laughs> you know, um, so, and, and I remember when I was a kid, the the Miller thing was. I'm like, remember they used to sell the ponies? They oh yeah. More, but my father used to have the ponies, right? And he used to drink it all the way down to it was a little bit left and fill the rest of it with water and give it to me. And I thought I was drinking with the big boys when I was a little boy, drinking with my dad, drinking Miller, you know. And I have always drank Miller since then. It just you know brings back memories, those type of memories for me. With my, with my dad and whatnot. You know, you bring up a good point. How were, how old were you when you thought you were drinking Miller's? Oh, my goodness. What? Maybe six, seven, eight years old, maybe. Unbelievable. And there, Unbelievable. And therein lies the issue, right? I mean, not to speak for you and your personal situation, Blaine, but, you know, it, it's proven that the, the earlier that you start to drink alcohol, you know, you're... you're Chances. chances your chances of right. becoming an alcoholic are just great. are great yep. so yeah. now so um talk a little bit about you said you got a 10-year sentence out after seven where did you go from there you went into a connection program yes i did i went to a community release um i'm originally from bridgeport um i have a brother who lives here in new haven so he's, he's telling me he said man you're about to go to a halfway house don't go back to bridgeport he said you know you know i'm here in new haven come to new haven the best thing that ever happened to me. Wow. The best thing that ever happened to me uh, uh, coming to the uh, community release here at the Roger Sherman House. You know, and that's another component there is, you know, good for your brother for suggesting that you change your people, places, and things after you got out of incarceration. And how great is it that you had a program like the Roger Sherman House to go to? So explain to people out there like myself, who've never been in a halfway house, what did you get there that you needed to continue your journey for success? Structure, and they required me to have a laser focus. Structure, and I had to prioritize. Everything was, you know, first thing first, one thing at a time, get that done, move on to the next thing. And laser, I mean, absolute laser focus, because I would watch dudes. I, while I was in that halfway house, I watched dudes leave, come back, leave again. You know, because they just weren't focused. You know, and um, and and at the same time, I was just blessed to have a, a good support system. You know, I had my brother and my sister, and 
people that I went to church with and, you know, friends and whatnot, you know, that, that really supported me. And a lot of guys didn't have that. And they would lose their, they would lose their focus and they start doing all kinds of other stuff, you know, ch- chasing something that was, wasn't real. It's just chasing a bunch of fluff and it got them nowhere but back incarcerated. Wow. So that's, that's really great to hear um, that you were able to get all of that out of the Connection Roger Sherman House. Tell me, how long were you um, at the program? I stayed at the Roger Sherman House about eight months. Wow. Um, How long can people stay there, Lisa? Uh, it, sure. it varies. It varies. Well, you know one thing, though, Blaine. I mean, you talked about laser focus. You talk about pretty strict supervision. You know, I know when I went into a rehab, you know, I went into that kicking and screaming. You know, I didn't want anybody telling me what to do or this is how it's going to be. So let's be honest. When you first went into the Roger Sherman house, what did you think about all those rules and the structure? Well, I felt anything has to be better than being incarcerated. So if I if I could deal with uh you know I was at Carl Robinson if I could deal with uh you know on your bunk for count and you can't move to the bathroom or 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 you you got to get in line to eat and this that, and the third I figured well this would be a, a piece of cake. But but actually it was a little more challenging. In what way? Well, uh, coming to a halfway house, um you, you have access to stuff and you want to be out there. You're so anxious. You're so antsy to go out there and want to do things, you know. And and, and you figure, well, I could, I could do this, I could do that, and, and get around some of these rules and whatnot. And and that that can get you messed up. Um, at, at the same time, uh, you kind of kind of take care of yourself more so than being incarcerated. You don't have to worry. And when you're incarcerated, you ain't got to worry about your meals, you ain't got to worry about paying bills or or this, that, and the third. Uh, when, when you come home. And, and you're in the halfway house, they want you to find a job, they want you to go to school, and this, that, and third. So you really have to step your game up and start taking care of yourself. So, Lisa, it, you know, it's, again, it's the Robert, Roger Sherman house. I keep saying, wanting to say Robert. <laughs> um, so what are the guidelines? Because I know that the connection works closely with mm-hmm. the Department of Corrections. Right. Correction. So um, how does that work? And how can people access and go from incarceration? To, and do you take everybody? Folks are referred, all right, they get a referral to, to come there. From who? Usually the Department of Correction, right? They're getting a referral to come in. And um, so the guy, you know, the guys come in there and, you know, they share their room with someone and there's staff there. So there's, you know, education, um, training about how to get your life back together, vocational training, therapy, whatever really that specific person needs the staff is there to help them but mostly to to gain independence is really the key is to you know what are the things you lost how are we going to get you back on track Um, and most of those guys are working right there a lot of them uh, have amazing trade they've you know have a work history you know, many of them do. If not, we if the staff works with them to sort of get them there, decide where they're going to live when they when they go, and to assist them with the tools that they need to live an independent life. So, Blaine, you went from the halfway house, mm-hmm. and you found employment. Yeah. Uh, before I found employment, I, I uh, signed up to go to Gateway, and um, Gateway Community College. Yeah, and I, and I signed. I was taking some classes for uh, uh, to be a drug counselor. Wow. And in the midst of that, uh, I um, got a job with the city of New Haven, seasonal, doing seasonal work, working as a caretaker for Parks and Recreation at East Shore Park. Um, so after that, after 90 days, it was up. So 
come to find out, my direct supervisor was the, uh, and still is the vice president of the union. So he's telling me, I love the way you work, man. I love to hire you and fill out applications for everything for the city. Just fill it out. Don't worry about it. And I did that. And um, I got a hit for being a parking enforcement officer. Oh, bad. So no, no, no. They call me Officer Forgiveness. I'm a good guy. Oh, good. So, so, how, how, so, many, how many boots have you put on cars in New Haven? I'm not telling that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. As, so, as a matter of fact, I gave Bob a ticket. He's mad at me right now. <laughs> That's hysterical. So, Blaine, when you fill out these applications, uh, do you need to put your history on there? Do you say well, that you're incarcerated? Well, well here's, the, here's the thing. The, 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 the city of New Haven embraces that because they don't put on the application about criminal history. They have something called ban the box. So they don't ask about criminal history. They want to know what you can do so you can at least get the interview. And I have a background in, in transportation. Um, I got my CDL license, Class B. Um, before I got incarcerated, I had a job working for a Bridgeport bus company. I was an operations manager, and I did dispatch. And I wound up getting a job in Hartford working as assistant general manager of the bus company doing paratransit in Hartford. So I have... You know, a background in, 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 in transportation and whatnot. So when I fill out the application with seasonal and they've seen I have my CDL license, they loved it. So then when I fill out my applications to get a full-time job for the PEO and I showed them all the stuff that I could do and, and with my resume and whatnot, they offered me to take the test. I scored high on the test. And then I didn't hear from them for a while after I took a test. And then um, actually the day, the day that I was leaving out of Roger Sherman House, <laughs> The seasonal job had ended. I filled out for my unemployment. My unemployment was going to be like $30 a week. And I'm getting ready. I got accepted to go to a sober house. Now, the sober house doesn't know I don't have any money. They accepted me to come in there thinking that I'm going to be able to pay their rent. The day that I'm walking out of this Roger Sherman house with my bags, the city of New Haven called and offered me the job. Wow. Amazing. What a blessing. <gasps> I have goosebumps. Wow. I mean, I, you have goosebumps. I literally cried. I, I literally bet. cried. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it that it happened that way. That's um, amazing. You know, and I want to give kudos to, to the city of New Haven because, Absolutely. you know, for especially a city like that, to give folks a second chance. And I like what you said, Blaine. I like what you said. It's, it's what can you do, not what have you done. Right. Right? So, right. and there's, it's getting to be more of our culture, I think, Lisa, that, you know, folks and businesses are giving folks a second chance. I also always point to Bear's Barbecue, who's just exploded with great barbecue in this area. And, oh, wow, wow. and almost everyone or a lot of the people that he employs – you know, have a history. Yeah. But right. you know what? You can't get back on your feet and you can't go. You got to say, if I can't make a living, then what's the alternative? It's exactly. back to drug dealing. Exactly. Right, right, I agree. Right. And, and I see I see people, they come and, okay, so I'm the man on the street now. This is like I was before, but it's a different man on the street. <laughs> so I'm walking around. I see stuff all the time. And I see guys come home. They can't believe what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and then I don't see them no more because they done went back. Ah. Yeah, I, and then I see them pop up maybe six, eight months later, and then they're gone again. You know, I, um, and and that that touches me because I want to be able to give back. I want to be able to help, and um, I've been able to start my own business. Uh, I have a cleaning business, uh, and 
when I get a chance, I, I try to put some guys to work. It's, it's been about a year or so I've been doing it. It's you know it's, it's, it's starting to come along, but my thing is I really want to get it going so I can start maybe pulling some guys out the halfway house. Don't need a whole bunch of skills to come help me clean up an apartment or whatever, but you can make a couple bucks and be able to take care of your family, take care of yourself. Absolutely, and if you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Blaine McKay, and uh, I'm going to give you a plug. Blaine McKay Custom Cleaning, right? Yes. Okay. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. See? So you can Google him, Blaine McKay Custom Cleaning, and... What's your website? What is it? It's McKayscustomclean.net. Yeah, what it is, McKay's. McKay's Custom Cleaning. Custom cleaning. That's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I tell you what, if you were closer, I'd hire you to clean my office. I, yeah, yeah. All you got to do is call me. I'll show up. <laughs> Don't play. I'll be there. Okay. So, Blaine, you had mentioned that while you were incarcerated, um, you know, you were sentenced to 10, you did 7, that you that you had another daughter while you were incarcerated. So what yeah. is your family situation right now? Well, um, so when I was working at the, at the bus company in Hartford, I lost my job. That's what kind of got catapulted me to go back to hustling. Um, while I was hustling, uh, uh, I had joint custody. I got twin boys. They're 12 years old now. Aww. And them, <laughs> and their mother moved to Georgia. So the first six months, they were with me. The second six months, they were with their mom in Georgia. And while they were with their mom in Georgia, I wound up all this stuff happened to me. And then the next time I heard from my, from them, from them, I was incarcerated. Um, they're 12 years old, and in the midst of all of that, um, I, I met another lady, and we had a child, and I got a, I got arrested when she was about six and a half months pregnant. She had the baby while I was incarcerated. I see my daughter one time while I was incarcerated, and then the mother kind of just faded away, kind of lost contact with her, you know. Um, came home. She saw me a couple times when I was in the halfway house, um, and she was in a in a in a in a bad way, you know, with drugs and alcohol or what have you. And I got a call from DCF while I was in the um, in the sober house. They asked me if I could come get my daughter, and uh, I wasn't in a position to do it. But I but I said I'll do whatever I whatever I can. So they they, they did the structured visits and. They helped me get a, get my apartment and everything else. And right now, I got my daughter full custody. Oh, that's wonderful. Right Yay. now. She's eight, Yay. Eight, eight, thank you. But it was a process. It took about a year. And it was it's challenging. It still is challenging. And uh, she's eight years old. She's doing great in school. Her name is Serenity. Oh, and she's pretty. my twinsies. She me and her are twins. And, uh, I mean, it, it's a good deal. I wouldn't have it any other way. But it, it, like I said, it's tough, and, and sometimes you just got to figure it out. Well, and you talk about that, and congratulations, Blaine. Thank I mean, you, very you much. talk about it taking a long time, but you know what? You, you did it. You, you, you did. persevered, and you got to the point where you have your daughter in your life, and now you're a good role model. And you're also involved now in helping other fathers, right? Um, yeah. Uh, the, with the Fatherhood Project? Exactly. That's another thing. It's called Fixing Fathers, it's a 501c. Um, um, the, the, the founder of it, his name is David Asbury, and, and right now we have uh, a few different things going on. There's, they have a book club for boys and girls, which my daughter's involved in the book club. Uh, we're about to do a chess drive. Um, there's a community gardens coming up, and, and there's just so many things. Happen. And then we have like an empowerment group. We move there every Sunday. We meet, and you know, fathers sit there, and they chop it up, and they talk about certain things, and we try to come up with, you know, with certain things that help each other out, you know what I'm saying, or, or ask, 
I might not give advice, but I'll share my experience with them and let them know this how I went about doing this at the third. You know, and, 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 and it helps out. It, it's really going well. It's really, really going well. It's called Fixing Fathers, and, 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 and you guys should check that out. We even have a magazine. They even have a magazine. Wow. So if people, that's in the New Haven area, and do yes, I, I'm assuming they have a website if there's people yes. out there listening that are yes. interested? Yes, definitely so. What is it? Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's, it's fixingfathers.org. Org. Yep. If it's a 401c3, that yep. makes sense. Fixingfathers.org. Dot org. Dot org. Yep. And his name is David Asbury. He's a wonderful guy. Tremendous, tremendous, tremendous guy. And um, he's real smart. He, he He's really, really smart. He's Dr. David Asbury. He's a really smart guy, but he, he's cool in the game. He's really down to earth. And um, he wants to help out because he went through some stuff, too, as far as, you know, getting getting his kids and whatnot. And, uh, I guess it's heavy on his heart to start some type of initiative because they need to put a new face on dads. Dads get a bad rap. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of guys out there that's doing some good stuff that it needs to be recognized. And there's some guys that need some help. They're bumping their heads along the way and they need some help. So, Blaine, let me ask you a question. When you look at yourself in the mirror today, what do you see when you, when you see your reflection back? What do you see? Well, first, I see all the greatest accumulated on my head. <laughs> yeah. Well, we all know. Yeah, we all can relate to that. <laughs> But uh, I look at myself as a work in progress. It's a lot still has to be done, and and and, and not for nothing. I, I I got a tremendous support system, and I I don't know I'm supposed to be doing something bigger than this, something to help people out. I have to give back. If if I hadn't been helped, there's no telling where I'd be right now. Really, people help me. I have to give back. I have to. Okay. So you know it's interesting, Blaine, because as a person in seven and a half years in recovery from alcohol, you know I've always told was told that there you know there's three options, right? Um, incarceration, figure it out, or death. Or death. And you've done, you've done two of those. You've been incarcerated, but now you're figuring it out. And I love what you said too, Blaine, is that it's a work in progress. You know, the connection and the Roger Sherman house helped you get to the next step to get to the next step, and you're working on the next step because it is a work in progress. You can't say ever, from my perspective, yeah. I've got this. You know, you're, never re- stops. you're really a role model yes. to so many people listening to us sitting here in the studio and to, our, of course, our listeners, but also to all of the past, current, and future uh guys that are going to be coming into Roger Sherman House are really, um, you know, you said you're a work in progress. I think we all are, but I'm so compelled and touched by your story and the fact that you're a dad now and you have your daughter and yeah. you're just, all these things are happening for you. It's it, Isn't it amazing how life is? It, it's, it's amazing. Sometimes um, I get a little overwhelmed and I get emotional. You know, I, I'm not a little guy. I'm about six feet tall, over 200 pounds and dark-skinned, and somebody might look at me and think I'm kind of menacing, but sometimes I get a little overwhelmed, man, and, and um, it gets a little floody in my eyes, you know what I mean? You cry. Is that what you're trying to yes. say? You cry. Am I supposed to say that? Am I supposed to say that on the radio? That's the C word. I can't use the C word on radio. You can <laughs> use the C word. Because you're, great, you're grateful, and you're a role model, and so I think that you're just being a really strong human being, and I think that's pretty amazing. Grown men can cry. Yes, they can. I think there's a song that says that. I think so. No, it says grown men don't cry. Oh, yeah. Well, no, big, no girls big girls don't cry. Big girls don't cry. Good girls or bad girls? Big okay. girls don't girls. cry. It's Fergie. <laughs> Fergie sings that yeah. song. 
<laughs> we'll, we'll spare you. And, you know, this is another example, Lisa, of the importance of collaboration between state agencies it is. and organizations like the Connecticut. In this example with Blaine McKay, Department of Corrections, you know, sends a so, referral and, to and, you. And what about City New Haven? Hey, a oh shout God. out to Mayor Tony oh Harp. You, you know something? I've actually went and sat down to give my testimony in front of legislation with her oh. for this band of boxing. She actually asked me to come in and tell She's them how wonderful. important band of box is. After she said her thing, she said, don't be nervous. Let's let them know how band of box has helped me. You know, and uh, Tony Harp, I have the most highest respect for, for Mayor Harp because she was at the Appropriations Committee, was a major supporter of the Connection and our programs. She's such a role model. While it was hard to lose her up at the state of in Connecticut, I have to tell you that that woman is a powerhouse in New Haven and is exactly yes, she where is. she needs to be, and yes, she's making she massive changes. So shout out to you, Mayor yeah. Harp. Thank you so much. You know, and isn't that one of the reasons that the connection gravitated towards New Haven? I mean, you just opened yeah. a new facility there. Right. So, you know, where you're welcome and where people are open to the concepts of giving people a second chance is where you want to be as an organization. She gets yeah. it. Tony Harp gets it. Her passion yes, is really helping people and families and children, and the fact that she's there is absolutely amazing. Yeah. All right, Blaine, well, we've got just a couple minutes left. Knowing that you were going to do this interview today, knowing that we've got a lot of people listening to this program, what's the message you want to leave them with? What's your thought that you want to leave them with? My thought is that if you can, you should. Um, and, 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 and just, if you, if you can help somebody out, just, just help them out. It, it could turn into something tremendous. It really can. Um, just the positive energy that goes out and doing the right things for the right reason and, um, and, and, and live your life, you know, and try to help people along the way. Well, God bless you, Blaine McKay. I am just, um, this is probably one of the best interviews that we've done on the show. Definitely. Because you're you're willing to put your voice, as we mentioned, on on the issues that you had. But again, I want to make sure that we um, we mentioned the FixingFathers.org organization. Yes. If there are other folks out there and fathers that, you know, have figured it out and want to reconnect with their children, it sounds like a great support group for that. And if you've got a home or an office and it's feeling a little dirty, and you, you know, that was my that was what I wanted for Christmas. I wanted a cleaning service, but yeah, I never got tell it. tell me about it. And, again, it's uh, Blaine McKay, and it's called McKay's Custom Clean, and they have a website. And as you heard from this interview, this is a great guy that also wants to help other people and has started his own business. Yeah. He's given and back, and that's really great, Blaine. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. And, and now that's it was ripping and running. That's what oh, I ripping and running. running. I learned. And running. I'm going to use that one. But no, okay. does that, that? No, that means you're dealing drugs. But I'm going to like. Right. I'm going to use your other phrase where you said, "Chop it up." I'm going to go yeah. chop it up. That's what I'm going to chop it up. Chop it up and figure it out. I love that. <laughs> and I also want to give out the information for the connection because there are a number of services and, you know, whatever your needs are or the needs of a loved one, you know, don't sit back and not take action because you can have an active role in somebody's recovery and help them find what they right. need, whether it's mental health services or, or addiction. It's The Connection, Inc., TheConnectionInc.org. And they also have a toll-free helpline. And if you don't get somebody, they will call you back immediately. That number is 855-435-7955. And I want to wrap this up and say, Blaine McKay. God bless you. Blaine. God bless you. And, you know, I wish you were sitting across from me. But, you know, you're one of the, f you're one of my favorite people now. You're like one of the best. 
I appreciate you more than you know. And I'm uh, so proud of you. I am just, it, it, we all are, right? Yeah, I'm so proud of you. If you call me, I will come. Don't worry about it. I will find a way to come see you guys. And uh, actually, there's, there's something going on with the Fixing Fathers that I might need some help with, and I might be asking you for some advice because I know you're into the media thing. Um, I, want, I, want to do a, I want to do a film, and there's fathers out there that want to tell their story. I want to do like maybe a documentary or, or a film. And um, that's maybe awesome. you can help me put that together. All right, we'll, we'll talk. talk. And again, yeah. so thank you very much thank for you, sharing your courage, strength, and hope. And one more thing, success and continued okay. success. Continued success. That's what I say. I don't say good luck because luck has nothing to do with it. Absolutely. And thanks Absolutely. to all of you for listening to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.